This is William Goodlett representing Peachtree Property Management, where we invest in fix and hold rental properties located in B, C, and D-class communities. Today's segment will be entitled, Make Your Money Work For You. Warren Buffett has a couple rules, or there are a few rules. Number one, don't lose money. Number two, don't lose money. Number three, don't lose money. Uh, if you never heard of Grant Cordon, he, he says the opposite of cash is king. He says it's not king. And yours truly, I always say don't work for money. Make money work for you. We'll be right back. We're going to go to a quick commercial break sponsored by Anchor. When you're dealing with real estate, you want to make smart money decisions. Um, so what I mean by that is if you feel like buying something, when you feel like doing something with your money, even if it's not real estate, if you feel like it's a gamble, then don't spend your money on it. With real estate, it, it, it varies by location. What I mean by that is there, there have been towns and cities that have been affected by uh, different markets, uh, different uh, pandemics, epidemics, wars. Um, but what I can say with real estate, it has survived many recessions, depressions, uh, and many wars. Now, what I mean by making smart real estate decisions, and it varies by location, just give you an example of if you invest in a, a small town or a small city, then it's going to be a little, it's, it's different than investing in a bigger city. Right? And what I mean by that is if you invest in a, in a small city um, or a small town, and it's about 45 minutes, 30 minutes from a bigger city, then you're probably okay. And what I mean by that is a lot of people are trying to live, I guess you could say, in the suburbs, some some also in the country, but they don't want to live in the bigger cities. They don't want to necessarily live in the bigger uh, counties. And so if you're in a town or a city that is 30 minutes, 45 minutes away from a much bigger city, so give me an example of if you're in a city that has 45,000 people and you're next to a city that has a million people, uh, then you're, you know, as far as real estate, then you're going to be A-OK. But if you're in a city that is, or I'll give you another example, if you're in a city with um, 30,000 people, but you're surrounded by a city that has, uh, say you're 20 minutes away from a city that has um, 45,000 people, and then you're probably, let's say you're 35 to 40 minutes away from another city uh, that has 80,000 people, you're you're good. But if you're in a city with, uh, let's say, 25 to 30,000 people, and the next city beside you or adjacent, whichever direction, has about 20,000 people. And the city next to that or next to you on the other side has about 15,000 people or 10,000. You, you might be in a little trouble. So if you're investing in areas like that, you want to look for certain things. Uh, how long people stay, the, the average income base, uh, what, most definitely what the homes are selling for, and also the school districts. If you can find a good school district, some of these smaller schools, I mean, some of these smaller towns or cities do have pretty good schools. So, you know, you can kind of vary if you, who you want to rent to or how, uh, what the, the demographics of people that are buying homes in the area. So you can kind of know, well, you know, families that are that have uh, infants, they like this uh, preschool, elementary school, and they stay for five, six, seven years. Uh, so, you know, you may be able to rent out to people or you see you check the demographics and you see that uh, most of the people that are living there are, are young with kids or, or elderly. Well, however, you, you know, you have to check your demographics. So 
with real estate, it's not really that much of a gamble because it's, it's even during the Great Depression and people don't really talk about it. It was a, a bigger depression after the Great Depression in the late or uh, the mid 30s, the late 40s. But also during that economic disaster, real estate was booming. That's when the most homes were built in the United States. Even if you compare that era to, to now, there were way more homes built then than they are now. We need to become our own bank, our own investors, where a bank will uh, do all this advertising, having people on the side of the street flipping signs saying, come in, come into the store. They're, um, they're investing in the local businesses or, or sports companies and so or high schools. And you go to these games or go to these events and you see the signs all over the place, whether they're a local bank or national. And they're, they're advertised to you uh, the interest rates, especially if the interest rates are anywhere higher than the other than their competition. And so you give anywhere, and like I say, everything would be low figure numbers, 500 to $10,000 uh, to that bank. They give you dividends of um, two cent to 24 cents a year or $10 a year. And so, you know, then they, they'll flip it and give it to an investor or a company and they'll make 40 to $100 a month. I'm not saying don't trust the banks. I'm definitely don't. I'm not saying keep the money at your house, just store it. You need to make your money work for you. Uh, real estate, you know, people may talk about the ups and downs, but it has a whole lot more ups than it does downs. Um, and I just want to, like I say, just make prudent decisions on whatever you decide to do. Um, you know, sit down, write it down, talk to you or your spouse or whoever, um, you know, your financial person is, whether it's yourself or someone else, and come up with a game plan. But I do want to thank everyone for uh, stopping by the page, my page, my bo- my uh, podcast and listening. If you want to, this whole company is geared towards fighting gentrification. So and inspiring um, future investors or uh, past investors that want to get back into it, encouraging them to do so. But if you want to help me uh, fight gentrification and assist in reverse gentrification, you can get to my cash app, which is the money sign WAG Realty LLC. And again, it's WAG, W-A-G, Realty LLC, or my GoFundMe, which is keeping affordable, uh, keeping rentals affordable. And my GoFundMe, again, is keeping rentals affordable. And you can donate to the cause and help me fight um, gentrification. Thank you.